it has to be part of your thing. And then, you know, you, you do it like this and then you break the mold. Welcome to the Creative Studio. This is the podcast where we conduct experiments with podcasting. My name is Joshua Rivers, and this is a production of Podcast Guy Media, LLC. Biographic. An engaging story. Plus emotion or moments of reflection. And it's not all just documentaries because we get sucked into the story. But in a narrative podcast, you explore the answer and you find it by weaving through a set of occurrences. It's a change of direction. Add in extra information or background or thought process to what was already recorded. Throughout season four, we have been covering narrative style podcasting. This includes journalistic or documentary styles as well. Now, the first 10 episodes of the season covers this topically as we step through the process of creating a narrative podcast. I interviewed 11 podcasters for this series, and in each episode, you'll hear from several of each of them. Now, I'm releasing the full interviews that I did with each of these guests. I'm going to do this for several reasons. First of all, there were several things that were brought up in the conversations that didn't make the final cut. It was still good information, it just wasn't as pertinent to the topic at hand, or maybe it was talked about by other guests. Secondly, you get to hear what the conversation was like before I cut all the audio up for the original series. Our guest today literally wrote the book on creative narrative audio. Her name is Jessica Abel, and the book is Out on the Wire. She also has a podcast by the same name where she steps through the creative process of creating narratives. She also has created a working group to accompany the book and podcast to give you support as you create your own narrative work. Now, I do have a confession to make before jumping into the interview. This can also be a lesson for you to learn. When I scheduled the interview with Jessica, I failed to get her Skype ID. I didn't realize this until 30 minutes or so before the scheduled time, so I emailed her right away. I hoped to get an answer before the time came, but she didn't see the email until the scheduled time was almost up. She was gracious enough to still talk with me, it was much shorter than I hold, but she still shares some great information. I would also recommend checking out her Out on the Wire podcast, get more in-depth information on the subject. If someone is considering a narrative or they're um, just kind of in that process of de deciding which format they're going to use, um, what would be a reason that someone should consider doing a narrative format? Well, I think that narrative journalism is just an extremely powerful way to convey ideas. You can pack so much into so little time and with so many layers of meaning by carefully editing and by layering in sound and, and thinking really carefully about your scripting and, and narration, all that stuff. You can just do, do a lot more with it, I think. You know, I think you could listen to like, you know, five episodes of a good interview podcast and get a lot of little nuggets here and there and put all of those into a half hour narrative podcast and really not miss anything. I like that. That's a very good point. Yeah. Cause a lot of interview, there is a lot of fluff and a lot of stuff that goes on in between those nuggets. Interview podcasts themselves can be done much more efficiently, much more tightly, much more interestingly. I mean, if you listen to something like, um, fresh air, you know, those are heavily edited. They're not narrative, they're interview based, but they're still done in a style that's very much the listener is very much kept in mind and the, the story that they want to tell, the information that they want to convey is carefully composed. And I think that even people who are working in a more interview oriented format could benefit from thinking like a narrative, like a maker of narrative. You know, again, 
thinking about how fresh air might organize an interview. Or even I remember when I was doing the research for Out on the Wire, Dylan Keefe is the head of production at Radiolab. And he used to work on the media. And he was saying that people used to ask him, ask him what he did for a living. And he would say, I take a 45 minute interview and make it a six minute interview. He, he would take like 45 minutes and make it into like a super punchy, awesome six minutes and basically get everything you needed out of it. So to approach an interview in that way, to approach it as, as material and think about what is it that you want to tell with this interview. So even if you're not kind of constructing something that's character based and all that other stuff, you can still think of these same kinds of tools um, and apply them to interviews. Okay, great. I know that this next part I want to ask you about, and it's probably going to be the, the bulk of our time, is something that, that, that you know a lot about. That is the actual crafting of the story. That's a lot about what, what your book is about, from what I understand, to be able to do that. And so what are the steps that you would take to be able to go from that initial narrative idea and then to be able to be able to construct then those specific topics or the specifics of the narrative story. How do you go from that narrative idea, that initial idea, and then to be able to do the planning and constructing into creating that story? In order to take your initial idea and make it into a story with a strong narrative, there, I mean, there are a lot of steps. There's a lot of pieces to that. That's why I did an entire podcast about it. You know, podcast series. I'm just wrapping up the series now, but it's going to be you know, nine episodes about this. There's a lot that goes into it. What are some of the first steps then? All right. So some of the stages you would need to come up with an idea for a story, ideally one based around a character who goes through changes, but you can certainly work this style with idea-based stories as well. But then you need to vet that idea in various ways. So you test it with various kinds of tools. Some of the tools that I present in the book, Out on the Wire, The Storytelling Secrets of the New Masters of Radio, are the XY story formula, which comes from Alex Bloomberg, which is I'm doing a story about X and what's interesting about it is Y. And so you have to figure out what's really interesting about it. And it's not what you're going to find interesting about it. It's what the listener is going to find interesting about it. There's also the focus sentence, which is sort of like a, a mini narrative arc. So if you can work out the focus sentence on your idea, you often are well on your way in terms of thinking about the outline of your story. So that the focus sentence is someone does something because, but. So you have a character who's in motion, who is living some kind of life for, and has um, a sense of mission, has something that they want, but there's something that stands in the way, which is kind of like the definition of protagonist, the definition of protagonist in a narrative story. You know, from there, you need to develop the characters, understand who the characters are. You have to do a bunch of outlining. I invented a new tool called the Story Mad Lib that's a little bit too complicated to go in in the short form, but it's, I talk about it in episode four of Out on the Wire, which is a way of building out the entire kind of arc of the story in kind of a paragraph to guide you where you're going to go and figure out, you know, plan your interviews carefully ahead of time. You know, you've got to do writing and think about narration, think about your, how you're going to cut your tape. And a lot of it has to do with selection. You know, a lot of it has to do with you know, if you do an interview that takes an hour or two hours, you're going to have tons of stuff in there you could use for maybe eight or ten different stories. And you have to decide which one is your story, which is the story you want to tell. 
and so that kind of selection, that kind of decision making is really a huge part of making a narrative, making a story with a narrative. Okay. You mentioned about preparing for, for the interviews. What are some of the things that you really do beforehand to be able to prepare for those interviews and how maybe the selection process for the interview subjects? It depends on what the interview is for, but if the interview is for a story, is for a story that has a narrative that's character-based, then you're going to want to think about what the turning points are that this person went through that you want to get the stories from them about. That's a terrible way of saying that. But like, so if you have a character-based story, you have a character who's going to be at the center of the story, you want to think about what are the stages that they've gone through in the change that you want to depict in this, in your narrative, right? And then you want to get, you figure out what the turning points are. When did they go from one place to another place? Where were their dilemmas? Where were their decision points? And then you want to, when you go to the person, you want to ask them all kinds of questions about those decisions that they had to make and about those moments of change and how was it before and how was it after? And so your preparation is often figuring out, you know, sort of like the bare outlines of what this person's story is and then deciding where do you want to delve in further? Okay. This is also something we did a whole episode on. So, you know, you can quote from that too, if you want. I think it's episode, I want to say it's episode six. You're not lucky. You're just good. That's about interviewing. Okay. Now I know one of the things that, um, that that's really important is right there at the beginning to be able to grab people's attention. And I've heard several different ways of being able to do that. What are some things that that you use or would recommend that people do to really grab the listener's attention right at the beginning? I mean, there are a lot of different ways to approach it, but I think that some of the best uh, ways to go at it are thinking about what's your best piece of tape? What's a piece of tape that's going to raise a question and get people curious, get them asking the question of what's going to happen next. You can put that at the top. You can start telling a story, something really personal or something, you know, that has some kind of like resonance in that way. Basically, you need to raise a question with the audience so that they can't turn off the radio. They need to know what's going to happen next. Now, as we transition from from one part to another part of the story, um, maybe from one clip to the next, what are some techniques to be able to transition smoothly from one to the next? I don't know that I have a list of techniques. I mean, I just, you know, each time I need to go from one part to another, I think about how I want to connect to the thing that happened, you know, raise a new question. Like at the end of one section, you want to sort of raise a question that you're going to answer in the, in the section following. So there's that. If you're using music, music is a good way to bridge parts like that. But yeah, I mean, you have cycles, you know, in a story where you have, you know, Ira Glass, at least a long time ago, used to go, go by the 45 second rule that like every 45 seconds, you need to have a new little mini arc happening in the story. I think anywhere between 45 seconds to two minutes of time in your story, you need to be raising a question, answering a question, starting into a new thing. You know, so you have like narration, you have a quote, you do some music and you, you need to think about it in little arcs like that. I like that. I, I actually hadn't heard anyone recommend doing it in that fashion. So that's, that's a good uh, perspective to be able to uh, keep in mind as we're doing this. Now, are there some resources that you've used to help you be able to hone your storytelling skills to be able to help in the formation of a, a narrative, constructing a narrative? Well, I've been a cartoonist for 25 <laughs> years, so that helped. So I mean, is there any resources that you can recommend? I mean, obviously, I'm going to be promoting your book 
in this because I know that's a great resource. Is there anything else that any books or audio or anything like that? For people who are who wanting to make narrative audio, I think there's no better resource for them other than, of course, my own book and podcast. There's no better um, resource for them than transom.org. That is just a it's just a wealth of information, both technical and and strategic and every other kind of information for um, narrative audio makers. It's really the best. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'll definitely be looking into some of those myself. And then, um, yeah, so then I, I definitely appreciate the time. And so I definitely want to respect. That's why I'm kind of trying to keep these a little bit shorter. And so. That's fine. See, I think we hit the um, the main things I really wanted to talk about with you. And so is there anything about constructing a narrative that I didn't ask that you think is pertinent for someone that's that's just getting started in it? Uh, just start making it. Just go, you know, start making audio. I just interviewed Rob Rosenthal the other day. His words of wisdom were that he wants everybody in the world to put on a pair of headphones, you know, grab a mic, point it forward and stick it at anything that you're really interested in and start making audio, which I think is a great piece of advice. It's all about practice and doing it over and over again. You know, Ira Glass talks about the gap between our taste and what we're capable of when we start, that we can see what's great, but we can't make what's great. And it can be really hard and really depressing to see how far we are. But the only way to get to the other side of that gap is to do it over and over and over again. You know, which is why I made what I made, you know, it's why I made my book out on the wire. It's why I made the podcast and it's why I made the working group so that people can have a place where they can work with other people to to make audio and not just audio, you know, other kinds of narrative too. The same thing goes if you're going to be a writer, same things goes if you're going to, if you want to be a cartoonist, whatever, like you have to practice your craft. Thank you for listening to the creative studio podcast. I hope that you've enjoyed listening to these interviews. If you haven't already listened to the full 10 part series on narrative podcasting, I encourage you to do so. So that will help you to be able to get a grasp on creating a narrative podcast from a topical standpoint. I also have detailed show notes available on the website at creativestudio.academy. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast player and share this with someone you think would benefit from the content. I look forward to sharing more about podcasting experiments. This is a production of Podcast Guy Media, LLC.